Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. People who are scaring their children. their ill-advised uh, activities. We, we went no. so many years without causing our children any undue mental scarring and you you undid it all in one split second i don't see how you can blame everything on me you might as well have had your knees back by your head oh i forgot everything is my fault yeah there's a reason why ladies have to wear burkas okay well, i'm saying you should have got me one for mother's day might as well have Took you to fucking Six Flags, a fucking expensive restaurant. Bought you fucking fish, and even though everybody else hates it, it makes us sick every time we go to that restaurant. <gasps> <laughs> what I get for it? Stop it! Hate, big old dose of hate poured in my butt with a nice helping of kerosene and a flaming kick. Thanks. This episode number five hundred sixty-six. Five hundred sixty-six. That did not sound right. Uh-oh. Oh, talking man. too much. How do radio people do four hours a day? I don't know. It must be because we don't, they do ads like every five minutes. Well, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And they, they just read the news. I think most radio shows just get the news sent to them. Anyway. Hey, reading the news is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me, I know. Only for you. Only for you. Tummy trouble is the name of this episode. I have some tummy trouble. Everybody's been having stomach trouble. You know, when I go someplace and I pay $20 for chicken fingers... You don't want them coming back up? I want them to taste good, mm-hmm. and I don't want them to make my stomach feel like somebody poured a bunch of lava in it. You know, that stomach crap has been going around a lot lately. Every time we go to this particular Not restaurant. Every time. Not just that. People have been passing it around left and right. Except <laughs> for me. Except for you. You're impervious. You have a stomach of iron. Yeah. So if they want to call us, what do they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Thanks, Amazon, for being our sponsor. Thank you for uh, Your Baby Can Read also being our newest sponsor. Go to our website. Click the button. You can go there. We'll talk about that a little more here in a second. So the other day, I was in the car because <sighs> it's very annoying. Every day I want to go ride my motorcycle. I look at my motorcycle, then I look at the weather, and the weather always says, fuck you, there's no point in even getting on your motorcycle today. It's going to be rainy and or a tornado, possibly a monsoon. There's also a good chance of a meteor shower crashing to Earth. Every fucking day that I have free, that I could, that I could possibly ride the motorcycle, no, it's not acceptable. So I was on the road in the car, and there's like this delay in traffic. Right. And I, I can't tell what the fuck is going on. I'm on the highway. And in Dallas, anything less than 10 miles over the speed limit, it's considered a delay in traffic. All right. People are like, why can right. I not go 80 miles an hour? What's going on here? And as I get up to where the delay is actually happening, it's a guy on a scooter. Now, right off the bat, that's wrong. You're, you're uh, a guy. Scooters are for girls. There you have be- a sidecar? No, there should be a law. Do you have a penis? Yes. No scooter for you. That is only for the ladies. And it's not only does he have a scooter, but he's wearing full riding leathers that don't fit. Oh, no. Which I was like, how? Dude, that cannot be comfortable. Because you're too small. Too small. 
That's attractive. Well, the problem with too, with leather that's too small is you can't move in it. You know what I'm saying? If you have to like take it, I mean, think about it. If your armor plates are in the wrong spot, it kind of restricts your movement. Well, that's true. But maybe he was under the assumption that leather stretches as you wear it because it does. No, not that much. Not not these kind. I understand that your pants slip right off, but that's more to do with you being a little slutty than it is with the. Shut up. <laughs> He's wearing all those little stupid little skid lid helmets, which I'm going to tell you this right now, guys. If it's not a full face helmet and you hit the ground, you're probably might as well have not been wearing a helmet. I know everybody's like, that's not true. It's true. Most of the time you have an accident, you're going to land on your face. If it's not covering your face, oops. But he's also carrying stuff on his scooter. Like he's got bags stacked up on the back of it. Was he moving? It, it looked like he was moving. He had he had shit piled up on the back in milk crates, bungee corded no. to it. He had some kind of fucking sticks on the front of it sticking way out to the sides. And he's on a major interstate going about 45 miles an hour. Oh. Right. So I see this guy and I'm like, I, I got to get this guy off the road. He's going to get fucking killed. So I get behind him. Not close. I, I leave about a car length between us. I turn on my high beams. You know, I flash him a couple times and I stick my hand out the window and point towards the exit. Like, get the fuck off the road. You're going to get killed. Right. He waves me around. Like, come on, just go around me. Just go around me. What is your problem? I'm just riding my scooter. What do you care? So I'm like, nah, I'll just follow this guy for a little bit. I'm not that far from home. I'll follow him at least to my exit to keep somebody from running him off the road. Meanwhile, some douche decides he's going to pass me on the right. On the shoulder, he's going to pass Because you're going too slow. Because I'm going too slow. He decides he's going to pass me on the right. And I swear to God, I saw the scooter rider actually die. Angels fly down from heaven, pick him up, and put him back on the on the scooter and move the other car away. It was that fucking close. Yikes. There was virtually, there was less than a foot of clearance between that car and the scooter and my bumper. There was no fucking space. Oh, man. That is scary. It's terrifying. And did the scooter rider even notice? No. Because it was all behind him? Yes. Exactly. And here's my thing. I'm very conscientious of other riders on the road. But that shit has got to stop. Get off the fucking highway on your scooter. Don't do it. Unless it's a silver wing or one of those bigger scooters that can actually go 70 miles an hour. Don't do it. So you were trying to be his guardian angel? I was trying to make sure the guy didn't fucking die right in front of me. I'm not cool with that. I would be afraid. What if he accidentally slammed on his brakes and you ran into him? Well, I, I'm not going that fast. I, I kept distance between us is what I'm saying. There was at least two car lengths between us. I'm not going to hit him. Nice. And if I had, he deserved it. He knew it. Oh, this. Don't move your apartment or whatever on a scooter. There's other vehicles that are a little more suitable for that. Yeah, it's a little weird. Perhaps if he knew how to read, he could have read the instruction manual that said, don't take this piece of crap scooter on the highway. No kidding. Don't. If you want to teach your kid how to read with the marvelous system from Dr. Robert Titzer, go to our website, com. Click the link. You can see videos of kids learning how to read. This guy made a system. It's got flashcards. It's got videos. Think of it like this. It's like a tiny treasure kit full of wondrous things to teach your kid to read with. There's videos. Put them in front of the TV. Instead of letting them watch Power Rangers. Watch this. Flashcards. You're sitting at the dinner table. Bust out a flashcard. You put the pressure on the kids, they'll learn. That's that's my motto. A little bit of pressure. Flashcards while they're in the high chair. Boom. What's that? Boom. What's that? 
You know, showing pictures of a lion. What now? <laughs> to save their life. Because <laughs> if you had a baby on your back and he could tell you that there was a lion trying to kill you, wouldn't that be better? Or if he could read a sign that says lion crossing dead, maybe you should watch out. Maybe you didn't see that sign and the baby on your back tells you. Like a little Yoda riding around on a pouch. I mean... I can see where that would have some serious value. Click the link on our site. Go there. There's a free trial. Check it out. You'll let you teach your kid to read. It, it is important. All, all silliness aside, kids that can't read, they have to clean poop for a living. Sorry. Just a fact of life. You ever met somebody that couldn't read? They don't have a good job. That is true. I'm just saying. Also, it's hard to get laid when you can't read. It's tough. Chicks know. They can see it in your eyes. What are you laughing about over <laughs> they there? They can see it in your eyes. They can. Illiterate. Illiterate. Ah, <laughs> oh, this one's dumb. <laughs> and I think some cougars might like the dumb, but you're going to get tired of fucking cougars. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, so the other day, you need to stop laughing. <laughs> so the other day... <laughs> You are complaining because you've been wearing these new fucking roller shoes. <laughs> yep. And part of the problem is that you said your stomach was hurting. Yes. And it, it was actually after about four or five days of wearing the shoes. Cause at first my feet were hurting so bad and my, my legs. I, I don't think I honestly noticed my stomach muscles. Right. Until a few days later. Right. And you were complaining, like, I mean, just loudly complaining. Ah, oh, my stomach, it hurts so bad. It feels like it's separating from the rest of my body. I'm afraid I'm going to die. So we were sitting in the den and we were by ourselves. I said, well, let me see if I can, like, feel anything weird going on in your stomach. So you were wearing jeans that are a little high. The waist is a little they high. They are not. A little, little Ed Grimley. Okay, here's the problem. They're too big. And so, in order to make them fit better, the, I pull the waistband up above my belt. Mm -hmm. So, they have, like, that paper bag effect, sort of. Mm -hmm. Unless when I, I sit down, I, then I have the G-string belt. Yeah, I, I call it your belt thong. Right. Because it looks like she's wearing a thong, but it's her belt. And I've told you about this before. Just <laughs> buy jeans that fit. Please stop wearing your pregnant jeans. Well, these aren't my pregnant jeans. I'm just saying, you don't need to wear jeans that are that big. You're not a big girl. I know, but there's no reason to get new ones yet. Why would I get new ones? Well, I don't care. Well, who cares? I lost 30 pounds I gotta in the past wear two years. Who gives a shit? First. I, I got to wear them out. Yeah, Give me a so break. be a waste. Unless I can figure out a way to recycle them. I might do that. Fine. So I said, well, let me see your stomach. So you said, okay. So you unzip your pants because you have to because it's up by your armpits. Shut up. <laughs> you unzip your pants. Now, I want to be clear. At no point was any of your good stuff exposed. Well, no. I, which is still makes me very sad. It was just your belly. Literally just your belly. Not even like, not even as much as I what, think when I, my swimsuit shows more skin than what I was showing. That's what I was going to say. You don't even have, if you wore a bikini, you would have been showing me more of your good stuff than you were showing me with that. So fine. I put my hand on your stomach and indeed your stomach feels like it's made out of a piece of steel now. It's kind of alarming. Well, it's really an extra bonus. I didn't really think that it would affect I, my stomach muscles, but it's just because, I mean, the constant right. trying not to fall. It's building your core, right. as they would say. Mm -hmm. Now, fine. Now, I have told my children a thousand fucking times, don't come in my den. 
You don't belong in here. It's not for you. I don't care what's happening outside unless you're bleeding or there are actually zombies attacking. Stay the fuck out. Right? Mm-hmm. So you've got your pants open. Right. I've got my face, you know, crotch level. I'm trying to get in there. I'm trying to think, how can I turn this into some sexy time? Maybe we could get a little Bonobo action. The door flies open. Thing three immediately starts going, what the hell? Thing two is right behind her going, oh, no. Oh, no. What have I seen? Eyes burning. They're acting like they walked in the room and I was finger banging you on the floor. There was nothing happening. But they act like they had caught us fucking. Which, by the way, nobody ever has. They were totally freaking the hell out. And then, so what does thing two do? She immediately goes on her Facebook and posts it. Yeah. I was like, what? That's not nice. Luckily, she's a friend of mine on Facebook, so I saw it so I could see her friend's reactions or whatever. Of course, she was blowing it up way worse than it was. I like was I like, told why you. are you telling everybody they, that? They were acting like they caught me with my penis in your butthole. Nothing happened, and yet I, it, this is the story of my life. I don't do anything wrong, and the whole world acts like I was doing something terrible. I know. So that makes you just want to do something bad to begin with, right? I should just be fucking you on the floor of the den all the time. Whenever I feel like it, you should just bend over, drop your pants, and let's just do it. Yeah. Tired of waiting for the right time. Tired of waiting for people to go to bed. Can I just fuck my wife? Well, that's because the kids are older now. Nobody's ever in bed. I think thing one doesn't go to bed until like midnight anymore. That's probably true. That sucks. I say we just start doing it in the garage. Nobody ever goes out there. It's hot. See, this is the other problem. So anyway, there's our tip for the day. If you're going to open the pants, you might as well have sex because if somebody sees you, they're going to assume you're doing it anyway. There you go. Oh, man, I hope this saves some people a little aggravation. The story kind of made me mad. Have frequent heartburn? Take Nexium. An advertising blitz for that little purple pill helped it become the number two best-selling prescription drug in the U.S., with sales of $6.3 billion last year. And let's not forget the billions spent on its over-the-counter cousin, Prilosec. Now, though, researchers are warning that this category of heartburn drugs, called proton pump inhibitors, may do more harm than good, at least for people with garden-variety heartburn. A series of new studies published Monday in the Archives of Internal Medicine found that daily use of these drugs, which suppresses the production of stomach acid, increases the risk of infection with an intestinal bacteria and increases the risk of fractures in postmenopausal women. Previous research has shown that they also increase the likelihood of contracting pneumonia. So here's what happens. And this is something that, honestly, doctors should have fucking known better. Don't you think? I they, do. They really should have thought about this for a second and said, oh, yeah, I can see how this might be a problem. What's happening is they shut down your stomach acid. Now, for some people, this is an important thing. Like my dad, because he doesn't think things through and he doesn't go see the doctor until he's actually got an open superating sore full of pus and bile. Mm -hmm. He had his esophagus was essentially being eaten away by his stomach. Right, It was burned. Right. For that, yes, you need to be on this fucking medicine so you can chill out. For most people who occasionally have heartburn, and I will say this, I am the luckiest motherfucker alive because I, this just doesn't happen to me very often. I just don't get heartburn that often. And you like spicy food and and stuff. I eat the shit out of spicy Mm -hmm. food. 
part of the thing that people don't understand is it's not spicy food that gives you heartburn. It's greasy food. You know, that's really the problem. Greasy food and soda are two of the things that will give you heartburn faster than anything. Because hmm. um, they irritate the little flappy thing. That's what causes the problem. What? The little flappy thing. There's a little flappy thing that keeps your esophagus and your stomach separate. Why are you fucking laughing at me? What do you call it? I don't know. It's just very low tech. So. You know what? Okay. You know what? Come here for a second. I'm going to pinch one of your nipples and focus your mind a little bit. Anyway. Tony Joe can tell us what it is. She'll just go back to talking about putting sugar on your exposed butthole oh, again. Tony Joe. So dirty. She's been traveling a lot. You follow her on her Twitters? Mm-hmm. She's a very busy girl. Mm-hmm. She's training. Focus. Now. Did you see that? She's got a personal trainer. Focus. Trader. Uh-huh. Toady Joe, you are a traitor to the cause. That's all I'm going to say. So, anyway, so a lot of people who occasionally get heartburn, they start taking the shit and it's, it shuts down the acid in their stomach. Now, the acid in your stomach is for digesting food. Yes, it is. That's what it's primarily for. But it also kills shit that's not good for you. Right. Bacteria, parasites. There's a lot of shit that the acid in your stomach kills for you. When you don't have any acid in your stomach, that shit all gets to move into your lower intestine where it sets up shop and starts mining your body for raw materials to kill you. Yeah. I don't always think that the -the over-the-counter stuff is always the best idea. I I, I, I think, you know, on a doctor's recommendation, sure, the self-medication stuff a little questionable sometimes i I think if you occasionally have stomach issues maybe you don't need to take medicine for it every fucking day but how often do people say oh that worked really well last time and the more you use it the more you think about using it until you're using it every day and in fact i believe i have seen commercials that pretty much say just take it before you eat, and then you won't have a problem. Well, this Nexium and stuff is prescription. I mean, the, the things they're talking about are prescription drugs, and doctors are telling people, take it every fucking day. You don't need it every day. It's not necessary for everybody. Just silly. Do- doctors just need to think shit through. They need to think about something and go, eh, your stomach produces acid for a reason. Maybe I don't just turn that off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, don't do the, they don't do that to other stuff. They don't go, you don't go to the doctor and go, when I get dust in my eye, they, my eyes water so much. I can't even fucking open them. I can't see and it's blinding. And I, I don't like that. Do you have anything that'll shut my tear ducts off? Can you shut the tears off in my eye? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I don't know. You, know. you don't go to the doctor and say, you know what I don't like? I don't like having to take a shit. That annoys me. Can we just turn that off? Weren't you just reading something about Elvis? In his cold. Oh, this makes me sad. <laughs> Elvis, the doctor who was with Elvis when he died, he was he was treating Elvis. Now, I will say this. You, sir, doctor who's now telling people this stuff, you are a giant cock douche. You're not nice. Elvis actually apparently died from being grotesquely constipated. It was some kind of problem he had where he really needed to have a colostomy. But Elvis is like, I ain't got no colostomy, man. That's fucking disgusting. I don't want shit outside my body hanging on a bag. How can I be Elvis? I'll swing my hips. I'll shit all over the place. So Elvis says, no, I'm not going to do that. And that's one of the reasons why he got so bloated. Do you know that? I did not. His intestine, his large intestine, was two times longer and two times wider than a normal human's. Yikes. And when he died, there was shit inside of him that had been there for months. Um, you... Now, 
I know it's hard to be a rock star with a colostomy bag. On the other hand, why you got to tell people that? Why, if you're his doctor, do you got to come out now and go, by the way, Elvis died with a giant fucking log lodged in his <laughs> belly? Who needed to know that? Nice. You know what I'm saying? Who needed to know that? Nobody needed to know that. It's bad enough that everybody knows that Elvis died on the toilet. That's bad enough. Now you say he died on the toilet because he was trying to move a turd from six months ago. Oh, and it was full of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or banana sandwiches, and he couldn't quite get it out. Yuck. Somebody in the chat room is pointing out they needed a colon cleanse. If only it had been in vogue then. <laughs> all, he, all, all he really needed was more bananas, less peanut butter. Problem solved. Aww. You know what I'm saying? Somebody could have said, hey, Elvis, how about you put an extra banana on your sandwich? It'll go right through you. Yuck. Okay. <laughs> why? Why I'm do you keep stopping my show? To try to make uh, segues from one story to the You keep stopping the show. Anymore. Keep stopping the show, and then you look at me like I'm crazy. I just write it down. It's your job to read it. An East Tennessee woman has been charged with forcing her five-year-old son to smoke a cigarette. A Carter County deputy told the Johnson City Press that a 24-year-old woman was arrested Tuesday night on charges of child abuse, abuse and neglect, disorderly conduct, and possession of marijuana. A jail officer said the woman was being held on $12,500 bond. Jail records did not show if the woman hired a lawyer. Deputy Cordy, God, okay, this has been going on for too long. I can't talk anymore. Deputy Corey Tidwell said that in response to a complaint by a witness, he stopped the woman in a car and she told him that she had forced her son to smoke a cigarette because she was teaching him not to smoke. Tidwell also said he found a small bag of marijuana in the car. I was with this chick right up until he found the dope in the car. <laughs> oh, no. When you were a kid, did you ever do something? And the the answer that your parents is the, your parents decided to punish you by making you do that thing until you couldn't stand it anymore. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, I've heard of plenty of people when we were growing up with the cigarette smoking thing how about how about touching yourself uh, you have to do it until i gotta think i don't think there was anything yeah my my mom made me do that until blood came out the end she what? she taped it it was terrible shut up <laughs> see but did you have for... to smoke a cigarette now here, okay here's the funny thing we, we talked about this before my parents we're, after I started dating you, I want to be very clear. It was immediately after I started dating you. Mm-hmm. We're sure that I was doing a number of things. I was smoking, I was having sex, and I was doing drugs. Okay? One of those things was true. Okay, which one, Kim? Well, we all know you were having sex. Correct. Mm-hmm. They got so furious at me, they made me go to counseling and shit for my drug and smoking problem. At which point I said, yeah, I'm just going to start doing it. (laughs) I'm going to start drinking and I'm going to start smoking. Because clearly, why not? I'm already getting punished for it. That's not good. And I got a girlfriend who can get me the ciggies and the the booze. So now what? Now I got the trifecta of girlfriends. How about that? You're the perfect storm of parent hate. Nice. I will not only have sex with your son, I'll buy him cigarettes and beer. Now what? <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? I was a terrible, terrible person. <laughs> I've told you before, you are not, you're not good. 
parents' worst nightmare. But anyway, I know I knew a lot of kids that had to smoke cigarettes because they got caught smoking, and their mom said, "Fine, you're going to smoke cigarettes until you can't say anymore." And they wouldn't. It wasn't just one; they had to smoke until they puked. Right, like a whole pack. Yeah, I they knew. Just sit there and smoke the whole pack. I, I don't know anybody that ever made it through the whole pack, but I knew people that had to smoke three or four until they threw up. I was at a friend of mine's house, and he got caught dead stealing his dad's chew. Oh yuck! His dad made him drink the spit cup. <laughs> I can't even look at the spit cup. <laughs> he had to drink the spit cup. He got half a swallow down, and he was on the floor gagging and puking everywhere. Ew. Well, yeah, somebody else's spit. Yes! Not to mention the crap that they were yes! spitting out. You know what? Nasty. You know what he never did? Never chewed. Never chewed. Nobody I knew that had to smoke the cigarettes ever smoked again. Even when everybody else that I knew was smoking, they were like, fuck that. My body knows. You just can't. You can't do that now. It's different well, that, now. Okay. I'm I mean, not there's saying, a lot of things you can't do now. I'm not saying it's not different now. I'm saying, is it better now? That's my question. I don't think any of these parents were abusive, in my opinion. The, th- the things they did were not nice. Don't get me wrong. And I don't suggest you do it now. I want to be very clear about that. I don't think these are things that you should do today, okay, for a lot of reasons. But when I was growing up, it was not a big deal, and anybody saw it happen, it would have gone, got caught smoking. That's true. <laughs> don't be a dumbass. Punishment served. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody has something similar to that. Uh, I just don't think, most of it doesn't make it to the news. No, no, of course not. But I just think it's I just think it's weird that people get that freaked out about it, and she has to go to jail. Now the pot thing kind of throws her in not such a great light. But aside from that, really, she's got to go to jail for that. That's a jail worthy offense. She'll probably get a life sentence, right? Probably, she's a girl. Right. When, when girls do things that are not nice, we throw the book at them. The sentences are so reasonable for well, women. You know what the lesson is there? What? Well, don't discipline your children. That's kind of what the message is being sent here, right? Don't be a bitch. Shut up. <laughs> oh, next story. This next story came from Aggie, by the way. All right, thank you, Aggie. No. An Australian waitress will sell her virginity with the final bidders facing off in a live auction in Las Vegas. The Sydney Daily Telegraph reported Monday. In a new low in reality TV, the debauch deal is the brainchild of a Melbourne, Australia filmmaker who plans to turn it into a documentary. Justin Sizely has spent more than a year recruiting male and female virgins willing to auction themselves off on camera. However, Sizely faces being charged with prostitution if he goes ahead with the deal on Australian soil. Sizely now said he plans a face-to-face auction in the U.S. state of Nevada, home to Sin City, Las Vegas, with bidders in the same room as those auctioning off their virginity. And here's where I stop supporting you. I don't have a problem with prostitution. I understand that a lot of people think it's a bad idea, but I think they've proven in, in many countries and many different parts of the world and places that you, I think you would, would consider enlightened, right? Kim like Amsterdam, places like that. Th- these are not backwater fucking stick people. True. Right. Have proven you can have legalized prostitution and it doesn't always go bad. Okay. I understand that selling your pussy is not always the hundred percent best thing for a woman to do. But I think it may be the right choice for hey, some women. It's, it's not just women. It's male no, 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 and female. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just talking prostitution in general. There's not a big market for male prostitutes. And if you know what I'm saying. 
But this, this weird meat market aspect where everybody's standing in one room bidding. I think that is nasty. <laughs> it, it just brings to mind some things that I think we would all just not want to see again. It's way too slave market. It's way too prisoners of gore. It's way too not good. Well, yeah, it conjures up images of, to me, like a blackened room, a spotlight on the chosen virgin. Yes. The... A bunch of big fat dudes in the corner. Salivating. Yeah. Stroking their meat and then waving little flags in the air going, $50, I'll give you $50, bring the pussy to me. Right, and as the tally goes up, they're marking off a checklist in their head. Yes. Well, now I get to do this. (laughs) I paid X, now I get to do this. Is that really going to be the way that she wants to lose her virginity? I really think it'll be a night to remember and not in the way that she's thinking. Well, I will tell you this. You're going to lose your virginity. You're going to try out all your holes. That's almost a guarantee. Uh, you're going to get to try out everything. Because somebody's going to pay big bucks. And I think that's the part that I find most alarming. A, I think guys that seek out virgins and chicks that seek out virgins do. I, I think that's a weird it's a weird behavior. It's kind of, it's very, uh, it's very medieval. It's very, uh, possessive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anybody that will participate in the actual live bidding in this doesn't really have the best intentions at heart. No, they no. are really going to be scummy. They're yeah, looking they're, to take advantage of somebody. Sure, they're willing to pay for it, but, you know, they're in Las Vegas and they're willing to pay for a prostitute anyway, so now they're trying to get a virgin. And they're going to be evil, nasty, disgusting. Oh, who would want to watch that? Yeah, like, like I said, I think there's a lot of guys that think about, you know, oh, I'd have sex with a virgin, or guys that would think, oh, yeah, I would pay to have sex with somebody. But at the point when you say, oh, by the way, there's going to be a room full of other dudes... Who are all trying to get the same thing you are, and you're going to have to bet against them. I think most guys with a shred of decency at that point go, yeah, no. Mm-mm. It's not fun anymore. It's just weird now. Well, and then she's confused as to why her parents are upset. Really? <laughs> I don't know why my mom and dad are upset. Come on, now. You clearly do not, do not know how to read. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> right. It's just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think this trend of a virgin selling it's just getting out of hand and it's it's one of those things like i said that's gonna end and i i don't want to say this because this is the kind of shit that people are like oh, he said it on the show three months before it happened this is the kind of shit that ends up with us finding you in an abandoned car somewhere you know what i'm saying that's how this kind of shit eventually ends plus and i don't want to be rude <laughs> once you put a price on your your lady parts it's kind of a slippery slope. You know what I mean? Cause you're like, well, the first time I did it, I made $500 for it and I know how to do it a lot right. better now. So maybe I should get $550 cause now it's better. Right. Well, she's saying that she doesn't consider herself a prostitute because it's just going to be this one time only. I mean, they get paid rather well. They get 90% of the auction proceeds right. on top of like a $17,000 flat fee. Right. But, you know, once she's jumped that hurdle in her head the first time, the next time that she's in dire straits and needs some cashola, she's going to think about it again. And that's what I'm saying. Why do you keep looking outside? Because thing three is lurking. 
this is not for you, kid. Mm-hmm. But no, you're right. It it is one of those things where you you start thinking about, eh, well, I did it one time. It wasn't so bad. Eh. And before you know it, you're you know wearing short shorts down underneath the bridge, sucking cocks for cigarette money. That's not good. <laughs> you don't want to end there. Exactly. I mean, I treat my hobos nice, but not everybody is as nice as I am. Ugh. You know what I mean? That was scary. I don't want it to see. I don't want to see it become commonplace. Well, and it's like you and the Superman ride, right? Like the first time you ride, it's very exciting. Everything's very thrilling. It's all you're the center of attention. You're screaming, you're yelling, you're flapping your arms and legs. It's just it's a lot of fun. But it starts to wear a little thin, and you're just looking for the next thing that'll get that jolt. You know what I mean? Now what she needs is a good hair scalping. A little that, yank on the ponytail there. That is not nice. I'm just saying. Why you want to That'll people? get you to not do it again. You kind of like it when I pull your ponytail, though. No. I don't. Well, it's a lie. We'll talk about it later. Mm. And everything's negotiable, Kim, clearly. Not. Do you think there's ever going to be a market for fake virgins? Like, they'll sneak, they'll they'll be like, go to the doctor uh, and get that, that fake, what do they call it, hymenoplasty? Oh, my God. Slap some of that shit back Probably. in Probably. I'm sure there will be. Now that you saw it. Oh, that's like, oh, my, my predictions of the future. I Listen, I predict that I can't be blamed for what happens. How fair is that? Now I know what Moses feels like. Get off me. I'm just a prophet here. Aww. I just tell you. I don't make it happen. I'm just explaining what's going to happen. I got to get my plastic surgery license because there's going to be big money in that. Yuck. Well, you throw a couple husband stitches up in there. Doctors do it after a baby all the time. Let me tighten things up down here. Crush you up like a turkey. Shut up. What? <laughs> Do you remember when your doctor asked me if that was enough? Uh, no. The first time, <laughs> the first time you had you had a kid, right? You got we we talked about this before. You got blown open. It was it was a little violent. All Thanks things for considered. sharing. You've talked about it before. Yeah, you, you had an episiotomy and all your white meats were out. But whenever she was stitching it up, she really did look at me and go, is that enough or do you want a couple more stitches? That's rude. And I, and I said, uh, that shit looks fucked up and I don't think I'm ever going back there, so I don't really care. But it all worked out for the best. You're fine. Mm-hmm. I never thought Lucky you would you. be. Never thought you would be. If somebody had shown me a picture of that car accident and said, do you think this is going to be okay in a few months? I would have said no. No. That one is broke. The vagina does have amazing healing properties. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Thank God for that, right? It is true. There's a lot of things that wouldn't be nearly as much fun if you didn't heal from them. Anyway, I can see you keep flinching back over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we're going to have to end the show. Vaginas, how do they work, right? right? If they want to call us, where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email rwtyshow at gmail.com uh thank you amazon for being our sponsor and thank you uh your baby can read you guys should check it out on our site go to the link are we there yet podcast.com click the link go to their site watch the videos get your free trial you will enjoy it you'll enjoy it you think i could talk him into doing a special are we there yet edition of the their materials i doubt it <laughs> be like what is this fistula oh my god <laughs> how about this one polyps what about this? Hootard. You don't think so? No. Do you ever, you know how, like, we were, we were in Barcelona the other night, 
and they have special editions of every game. Why can't they have special editions of stuff like this? Like your kid likes certain things, right? All right, I'm gonna let it go. I was having fun. Mm. I know, but people eyeball. are stressing out behind me. <laughs> if they want to call us, where can they call us? Uh, we already said that. All right, goddamn, Kim. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastelly.com. Thank mm-hmm. you.